three, two, one. one, one. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Let's take it back. Yo, welcome to another episode of Digging in the Crates, the podcast with DJ Billy Vidal, DJ MDA, a.k.a. Mike, and yours truly, Naki the Beatman. And on this episode, we're rocking out with another mini-view. If you're a fan of hip-hop music, this man has definitely made an impact on the culture. We have the iconic Philadelphia's own state property and Rockefeller Records freeway. What's up, brother? (laughs) What's going on with you, my brother? Oh, man, I'm grinding, man. You know, just just gearing up for for this project, man, getting ready to bless the world with some more heat. (laughs) You know, out here in the Bay Area, man, you got a lot of respect, bro, for real. Uh, You know, first and foremost, you know I got love for the Bay. All right. You know, I did did an album with my man Jack, Rest in Peace. Nice. You know, we we put the album out 2000, I think it was 2014, Highway Robbery. Yeah, that was dope. You know, I'm always in the Bay. I got a lot of love for the Bay. No doubt. So what's up with Freeway now? As of right now, when I'm going... Did a uh, a deal with Rotten for my new project. That's dope. So we getting an album together, but before I drop the album, I'm putting out a mixtape called Feel the Free Clean of Two, and I just dropped the first single featuring Dave East the other day. Oh, dope! So I'm getting a good response from it. Let's take it back to when you signed your first deal with Rockefeller Records. What was the process? I mean, it just was a lot of consistency, man. You know, I made a name for myself in the city even before I even had a chance to rap for Jay. And then, you know, I got with Beans, and, you know, that was just like something that, it was like a miracle for me, you know, the way it worked out. It was amazing. I uh, went to rap for Jay, but when I went to rap for Jay, I was on on a run. I had a possession with a tenth of the liver charge, so Mm. went to rap for Jay. Jay loved it. I came home like two weeks later, got locked up, got caught by the cops for the bench warrant I had, so I had to go sit. You know, and I would be talking to Beans. He'd be like, yo, when you come home, I'm going to have you with me. When you get off house arrest, I'm going to have you with me. Then as soon as I got off house arrest, I was up there recording. The Dynasty album. And the rest was history. Yep. How's Beans doing? He's doing good, man. He's getting ready to do a little run, a little tour. You know, he got some great music that he's working on. So. That's dope. How easy do you think it is for an artist that came up in the social media age versus the time when you came up? It's way easier. We used to have to get in a van and go from city to city to really touch the people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now, right. nowadays, you can just upload a song as soon as you finish it. And they can hear it in China, you know, <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. So. Jay-Z's your mentor, hip-hop icon, mogul. What's your fondest memory of working with him? Uh, man, there's so many. I guess I'll say what we did, what we do is wrong. He was in... Uh, I was in in the Abram recording. He was like in the front playing pool. So I originally called him in just to say to keep going. So he was like, he came in the room. He sat down on the table for like 10 minutes. He was like, all right, I got you. He went in there, he did the keep goings, and he just started holding up a slacking, man, zipping <laughs> in the fast lane, faster than the rear. I'm like, oh, man, it's over. Man. Uh, and then uh, he was supposed to actually finish it. Cause I did more bars than he did. But then Beans came in the studio, and he was like, oh, I'm jumping on that. So oh, yeah. wind up finishing it. And that's how we came up with what we do. Dope. So you got a new record with Dave East. How did that come about? Oh, uh, man. I was producer uh, DJ Skiz sent me a bunch of heat. 
And um, once I once I took that record up, I was thinking of the, the perfect person to jump on it. And you know, Dave East definitely doing his thing, holding it down for, yes, for Harlan. I reached out to him; he knocked it out. We got another classic, another one. <laughs> Speaking of classics, if you could only ever play one song from your catalog, that's it. You can't play anything else but that one song. What would it be? Probably what we do. Yeah, that's so, so legendary, like you know. And that's heat, man. And that's just, just the memories that I have from it. Like you know, it was all brotherhood at the time. Everything was lovely. Some of the best times of my life. So you know. So how's your relationship with Dame Dash? You still talk to him? I haven't talked to him in a minute, but last time I talked to him, it was all good. Uh, we, we cool. Okay, how about you and Cam? Yeah, man, Cam cool. I, I like same thing. I don't talk to him a lot, but last time I talked to him, it was we was on good terms, so we still good. No doubt, Freeway. We ready for you, boy. Get ready, cause I'm ready to hit y'all with that heat, man. I got I got some great music coming. I'm dropping an album this year. Look forward to it, and I'm gonna hold it down for Jack forever till I check out. No doubt. Thanks for stopping by, digging in the crates, bro. Yo, holla at your boy. You know who it is. It's Philadelphia Freeway, digging in the crates. Early. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Let's take it back.